Hello and welcome to the Life to the Full podcast with me, your host, Dav Morse. I am here to be your guide, your chaperone, to make the most of your time here on Earth. I am here to share with you some of the best ideas to make you capable of making the right choices, living life to the full. Last couple of episodes, we've looked at financial health. We've looked at physical health. Today, we're going to look at mental health. What is mental health? Why is there such an epidemic of mental health issues, mental health problems? And what can we do to get ourselves in shape? Good mental shape in order to live life to the full. Have I said live life to the full enough times yet? Okay, let's get started. First of all, let's start with a disclaimer. I am not an expert. I am not a doctor. I don't pretend to be one on the internet, like many other people who dish out advice or try and encourage people in the way that they should live. I'm not an expert, but I do have a lot of experience in what it means to have good mental health. So I want to share some of my tips and tricks, some of the things that have helped me over the years to develop resilience, to develop a positive attitude towards life, to develop an attitude of looking at life as not only half full or half empty, but if it's half full, just tip the whole thing in and make it full. That's what I'm here to do. If you have serious mental health problems or mental health issues, I would encourage you to get real help from a real professional that will be able to help you on your journey to recovery. My wife, as a therapist, is trained in trying to help people through some of the most serious mental health problems. So I do see the value and I see the benefit of getting professional help if you need it. If your mental health issues are somewhat less serious, then I hope to give you something to take away from today's episode. I found out recently that about a sixth of the UK has mental health problems or mental health issues at any given time. So you could survey the whole of the UK and about a sixth of people would say they are struggling with mental health issues. About a quarter of people each year will suffer from some kind of mental health issue. Not talking about continued ongoing mental health problems, but just times in their lives where they're feeling like they are not functioning properly, not functioning to the fullest of their capacity. Another stat is recently antidepressant prescriptions have almost doubled in 10 years, which says a lot about the issues, the stigma uh, being loosened around it, and people just desperately looking for help somewhere. So what is mental health? What is good mental health? What are some of the mental health problems? Well, mentalhealth.org.uk says you're in good mental health if you can make the most of your potential, cope with life, play a full part in your family, community, workplace, and with friends. Mentalhealth.org.uk also says good mental health is the ability to learn, the ability to feel, express range of emotions, positive and negative, and the ability to form and maintain good relationships. We're going to look at relational health coming up on the next episode, so stay tuned for that one. Well, don't stay tuned. Just come back to it and listen to it when it's ready. If you're listening to this 
as a binge, you're going through all the episodes, you don't have to wait too long. If you're listening to it when it comes out, you'll probably have to wait a week. We see everywhere in the media more and more people unable to cope with life. And even on a smaller scale, people that we meet day to day, people that we know, our friends, find it hard to cope with life, find it hard to play a full part in their community, their family, because of issues with their mental health. People are struggling to make the most of their potential. This podcast is aimed at people who are ready to make the most of their potential, to live life to the full. And so if you're struggling to meet your potential at the moment, then hopefully some of the ideas that we share today can help. So what are some of the causes or the problems that we have? Well, we've created a world that sets us up for failure. We have created a world that sets us up for failure. Comparison is a contentment killer. If you're constantly looking and comparing your life with other people, it is a contentment killer. And part of good mental health is being content with what you have, being happy with your lot. Now, some of the big questions that we are hopefully going to address with this podcast is how do we balance striving versus self-acceptance? So we've looked at comparison being a contentment killer. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we are constantly bombarded with other people's lives and you know, you've heard it so many times before, people showing off their best side and it's not, it's not reality. It's not what people's lives are actually like. It's just what they want to portray in the media. You know it to be true and yet it doesn't stop having an impact. That constant, constant image after image of how wonderful things are for some people, even though you know it's not real, even though you know it's a facade, even though you know that there are other things going on in their lives which are not so good, that takes a toll on your mental health. Problems with mental health occur when we expect life to be extraordinary. From childhood, we are bombarded from the books we read to what we watch on TV to advertising. They all point to being dissatisfied with life. Recently, my little girl, who's five years old at the time of recording, has been getting into The Secret Seven. Now, for those of you who don't know The Secret Seven, The Secret Seven, written by Enid Blyton, a series of books describing the adventures that this group of seven kids go on. They get into all sorts of scrapes. They save the day on so many occasions. They catch thieves and catch uh, robbers, find stolen goods. And, yeah, generally just have a, a fantastic time solving crimes and being on an adventure. And my little daughter said, when am I going to have an adventure? And that made me think, wow, even now she is looking to something else in her life to make it more exciting. Even though she's five years old and she has such a wonderful life. She's thinking, what, what else is there? Why am I not having these adventures? That dissatisfaction in life is starting. What we need to learn, friends, is an ordinary life is a good life. It's poison to think otherwise. We 
need to reject that lie of I want to be insta famous I want everything to be perfect in my life you're never going to have a life which is perfect even my life which I think is pretty good even my life to the full there are difficulties there is adversity but in adversity we can become stronger and that's something that on a podcast like how do we deal with mental health issues being resilient and coming through adversity is a key foundation to having good mental health we cannot expect to go through life and have all our problems solved we can't expect to not have any difficulties and when difficulties come we need to flex that muscle of facing that difficulty so what can we do to help what can we do to get mentally fit this is where the question how do we balance striving versus self-acceptance now this happens to be one of my superpowers i have found the secret to being content to be content whether i'm earning a lot of money or whether i'm earning not a lot of money where i'm barely earning enough money to get food on the table i've learned to be content in both situations i've learned to be satisfied with my relationships i've learned to be satisfied with my physical health and yet i strive to be better in all of them that striving doesn't come from a place of feeling insignificant it comes from a place of feeling utterly loved completely accepted and i can strive to do better out of a place of love rather than a place of wanting to be accepted or needing somebody else's approval increasing mental health getting mentally fitter is like getting physically fitter it's like going to the gym it's something that needs to be practiced it's something that needs to be done over and over and over you don't go to the gym once a year and you know do 700 reps of each exercise and think right well that's me done for the year you do little and often and you do it consistently and you do it consistently over time and doing these things consistently over time is what's going to result in long term gains it's the same with mental health when we find that we can't cope with life when we find that we can't feel positive or negative emotions when we lose the ability to maintain our relationships because we're too stuck in our own head then progress comes bit by bit little by little little win by little win and if you make little win by little win every day even though some days you may go backwards over the long run you will get mentally fitter So here are some of the things that I've done over the years to increase my mental health, to increase my ability to cope with life and to make the most of my potential. I frame things in a positive way. Something can be really bad, but if you frame it in the right way, it can help you get through that situation. 
one thing that I have done, used to do, was when I was living for the weekend, thinking, I just need to get through to Friday, I'd reframe the weekend, and instead of saying this is the weekend, I'd say, it's time for a two-day holiday. And it sounds silly, but having a mindset of a two-day holiday just made it so much more exciting. It meant that looking forward to the weekend was something even more exciting than just looking forward to the weekend. I'm fortunate enough now to enjoy what I do, to love what I do, and I don't have to think forward to the weekend as something that's going to be a release from the day-to-day grind of going to work every day. I get to do what I love to do. And on that note, having things to look forward to is one of the things that is really good for mental health. If you've got nothing to look forward to, then life can be very bleak. Life can be very hard with nothing to look forward to. And it may seem at the moment, the time of recording, coronavirus is rife throughout the world. It may seem like there's not a lot to look forward to. I can't go out for dinner. I can't see my friends. I can't see my family. But there will be a time where that is not the case. Look forward to those times. Plan something in for a date in the future where you can really look forward to something. It might be as soon as coronavirus lockdown ends, then I'm going to go on a camping holiday in the woods for three days, or I'm going to go for a skiing holiday, or I'm going to go and give my parents a hug, or whatever it is. Think about it, plan it in, and make sure you look forward to it. Another one, get outside. There's loads of research showing that just being outside in nature is really, really good for your mental health. That could mean anything from 20 to 30 minutes walking in a park or in the woods or something every day to a three-week camping expedition in nature where you're on some kind of personal retreat journey. Get outside, it's good for your mental health. Another one, get cold. There's research showing that getting cold, doing some sea swimming or a cold shower or a cold bath or a plunge pool of some description, they release the same feel-good hormones as being on antidepressants. One thing that I do, which sometimes gets a bad rep, is I do affirmations. I affirm to myself, on a daily basis, the kind of person that I am. I affirm to myself that I am committed to standing in the gap and praying for Wales, my country. And that reinforces the fact that that's the kind of person that I am. I say I am committed to my wife. I am committed to giving myself up for her. I am committed to doing good for her. It reminds myself on a daily basis of the kind of person that I want to be. Another thing I do to help be present in the moment to have good mental health is to appreciate the little things, the little moments that you get every day. A gratitude journal or something of that sort is very, very trendy, very, very popular where you write down the things that you're thankful for 
I try and fit that in, not just at the end of the day when I look back, but I try to fit that in throughout the day as well. I like to appreciate the little things. Now, having talked about good physical health recently, I confess that I love cake. I love eating cake. And if I can eat cake every day, I will eat cake every day. But eating cake symbolizes more than just eating cake for me. When I eat cake, I close my eyes and I feel every mouthful. I taste every morsel of that bit of cake. I block out what's going on around me and focus entirely on this piece of cake. And it brings you back into the moment. It makes you appreciate how wonderful life is, how wonderful life is with cake in it. I would caveat that with, I do (laughs) a lot of physical exercise, so I'm not constantly stuffing my face with all sorts of uh, unhealthy food. As much as I'd like to do it every day, I don't get to do it every day, and I don't pile in a whole load of other stuff in my life. So before you get at me for eating cake and being unhealthy, It's being helpful for my mental health. Another thing that mentalhealth.org.uk said was the ability to learn. And I am always learning. I'm always trying new things. I'm always doing new things. I love being a beginner and getting to competency. I don't often have the patience to go from competency to expert at many things. But I do love learning new things. I would encourage you, if you are somebody who finds it difficult to to start learning new things and enjoy learning new things because you're worried about what it's like to be a beginner, what it's like to be rubbish and sucky at something, then I would encourage you to embrace that feeling. It's about expanding your experiences, expanding your mind, and ultimately increasing your mental health. So there we go, there's some ideas. Get outside, get cold, do some affirmations, appreciate the little things, learn something new, look forward to things, plan a two-day holiday. Plan a two-day holiday for next weekend. You need to get mentally fit to live life to the full. So there we go, I hope you find something helpful there in your journey towards contentment whilst striving for self-improvement join me next time as we look at relational health in our quest to live life to the full and make the most of our time here on earth peace out